Welcome back to the Unending TBR podcast. It's me, Nicole, again, your host, and thank you for joining me on this episode. And welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Nicole, and today I am with one of my fellow bookstagrammers, Alyssa, and we are chatting about all things Karen Wittemeyer. We love Hi. her. So, like, besides, like, I feel like, we again, she was another one of those authors that we connected with. It's like, oh, you like her? I love her, too. And what was your first Karen Widmire book? Short Straw Bride. Mm. Great one to start with, right? <laughs> Short at, straw. at the beginning, no. yeah. You know what? It might have been a tailor-made bride. Oh, you it started actually at the beginning. Well, I don't think it was on purpose. I used to work at a library and I found this Western book and I was like, hmm, I'm going to try it. And I can't remember. It was either, it, it was the first two that I read were Short Straw Bride and then Taylor Made Bride. Both great mm, books. Yes. Awesome books. I just, she has a, such a unique voice in um, the way she writes that Western frontier type thing that it was she was one of the very first when I started reading Christian historical romance that I was like oh my goodness I am missing a whole genre because I'm like I'm not going to read historical historical is boring and then I read a Karen <laughs> yes I mean I thought oh that's you know just for some reason it like I had a disconnect and then it was like I was I was converted completely. <laughs> you come, you have come a long way since yes. those days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So oh, first my time. first with her was um, Head in the Clouds. And it was just so fun because I was in my very first nanny job. And it was just this fun story about a governess set in a sheep farm in Texas and it was like oh my goodness I want to be a great like governess slash nanny like Adelaide was that really did great with the kids so I mean she was kind of like I know a lot of people think of like oh you're a nanny it's like like Mary Poppins and I'm like no like Adelaide Proctor (laughs) yes okay so I have true confessions I have read every single one of Karen Wittemeyer's books except for that one again on my list Mm -hmm. going to read it but haven't read it yet yeah so I I feel too I'm like I have read all your books but one and it's on my list I just need to tackle it I just need to pick it up it's on my shelf I just I need to claim that badge of having read all of her books Okay, and the shameless romantic in me says that one has one of my favorite ever Karen Whitmire kisses in it. And if you've read it, you really? know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I mean, it's like, I, I also feel like I love when how Karen Whitmire has unique Bible names for her heroes. Yes. Oh, my like, word. I never realized that. But that's so yeah. true. I was like, and it's kind of funny because it's like my, in my family, my brother's names are all Bible names, but um, she's never double, oh wait, 
no, she's never doubled up on uh, a brother of mine, but it's like almost everyone is. And so I thought that was really special. And I'm like, oh my goodness, if I ever have like a bunch of kid boys, I mean, you want to know how many of them are probably going to have Karen Whitmire hero names like Gideon and Levi. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, they will be Bible names, but it'll be inspired by Karen Whitmire heroes. <laughs> Just saying. There you go. Double inspiration there. What's another one of your favorite? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just about to ask you. All right, I will. Can I talk about my four favorite? No, okay. I'll okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> favorite of all time of Karen Wedemeyer is her most recent release. I was mm-hmm. lucky enough to be on the launch for this at Love's Command. It's the first book in her Hangers Horseman uh, mm-hmm. series that came out in June 2020 amazing talk about swoon worthy heroes this is the swoon worthiest of all (laughs) like there was an element of matt i was almost again here's my karen whitmire confession i i enjoy her reading i enjoy her books but i almost didn't get on board with that romance because i was so attached to matt i thought oh my goodness you don't deserve him like it's true because I just really love I have a thing for the the like the broody like wounded hero veteran type angle and that one was just in spades and yeah yeah he's a, really he's loved a veteran of wounded knee and is dealing right. with that mm-hmm. and um comes across Dr. Josephine Burkett and mm-hmm. she gives him a run for his money but I, I do like her and I like him and um the adventure that they go on man oh I do very adventurous I do feel like she's definitely upping the suspense element in a lot of her like a little bit more of the action and adventure in her books kind of I would I would agree with that but I would also say that her book that came out just the year before oh right that one more than words can say and this is also probably one of my top three, but it was less adventurous, but That's it was true. still really good. Well, so I don't know. You, it depends you on didn't, what you're looking at. You didn't need adventure because you had Zach Hamilton. <laughs> true. Okay, first of all, marriage <laughs> of convenience, favorite trope by far. Oh my by goodness. Far. Yes. What I love about this one is the heroine is plus sized. Mm-hmm. And she just handles it so well and the attraction between them it's just so it's so great it's just a great message a great story and through a marriage of convenience and with a plus-size heroine and some interesting local happenings in the town and saving the bakery it's just it's just a good story so good yes i know like this is not uh what like if this is not like a an un this is like a fangirling session. This is not like a critical analysis of her books. This is just like, ah! no. <laughs> Well, I will say, here's some critical thinking. Um, okay. <laughs> the self, war- the loving yourself, not loving yourself, but self, uh, appreciating your self-worth in this story mm-hmm. really hit home. That's what made this book one of my favorites. Yes. Um, me identifying with the heroine and identifying with her way of thinking 
to the point where I was like this, this, it, it was, I mean, that's what I love about Christian fiction is you can, you get spiritual growth from it too. Yeah. So I was like, this and book I, was chock full of a message that I needed and I loved yeah. it. Well, and I feel like so many people can identify with that, um, like that self-critical thinking that we look at ourselves and thinking, you know, something of this is wrong and that takes away somehow our value. And yeah, she did that so well. And yes, we rant about Zachariah Hamilton and all this stuff, but it, it was done so well. And I feel like that marriage of convenience was done so good in a really great um, partnership um, representation yes. that it was just like, it was all the things that were good. Yeah. Yes, it was. It, and, and the romance was sweet. And it was, it was, it was just like a, it was almost like an everyday romance, but in book form with a little adventure turned in there. I mean, I feel like it was just perfect for how it was. If you would have thrown in outlaws and gunfights, I don't feel like it wouldn't have been as, as powerful because she needed, I feel like it's Abigail, right? Was the heroine? Yes. Yes. Abigail needed that day-to-day reassurance. She needed that steadiness of working with it in the everyday and those struggles that they were facing. It didn't need suspense, but it was definitely, okay. yeah, you know, it was all, yeah. all the things. Um, I know I would like also confess more than meets the eye, the book before that, I was almost kind of like, eh, almost a little bit disinterested because as soon as I met Zach on paper in the prologue, I am like, I need this character story. So I was like watching for him <laughs> the whole time through more than meets the eye because it's like, I almost don't care. I just want to find out what happens to Zach. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I will say that he was a good big brother and we fell mm-hmm. in love with him as a character for one book. And then we got his whole story. Yes. In the second oh, book. And it was just perfect. <laughs> you, knew, you knew there was like the why behind what he was doing. It was just coming. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's your favorite? Okay. Um, this is going to set like, I don't come across my own name in um a lot of books like there aren't that many nicoles so i am going to say one of my absolute favorite and as soon as i found out i remember like mess like back and fangirling and emailing karen whitmire saying how much i loved stealing the preacher she goes oh my next heroine shares a name with you and i'm like oh and i'm talking about that no, full, other will do? no it's full steam of head oh, that's my- oh! I love that one. I mean, oh, my word. Like so a crazy, good. broody professor, and you've got this sassy southern belle that comes, and, like, it does just enough to shake him out, but they both help each other, and there's bandits, and there's, like, a pirate dagger. It's everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything. It's so good. I oh. I was actually you asked me for my top four. For a minute, I thought you were talking about another one, but you asked me for my top four. This is in it. Full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, for all the reasons you just stated. Yes. <laughs> 
I, yeah, it was definitely, when I started rereading them, that was definitely in the tops and I reread it and I'm just like, oh my goodness, it's just as good the second time. It's just so good. <laughs> I've, I've reread it. I mean, I don't know how many times. It's so great. She's I'm spunky, like, rude, yes. but protective. I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then it's just like, it's just also that really, um, like that strong like it's the the romance isn't in the background but it's not like super smothering in the action either like it's the perfect balance of a little bit of action with a really strong romantic element i feel agreed agreed good critical analysis see we do that yes there's my critical analysis (laughs) (laughs) there we go okay go what's your next one well we talked about protectiveness Yes. Is there really any better oh. protective and swoonworthy hero other than other than Matt and Atlas Command than Travis Archer in Short Strong Bride? I mean, his Travis Archer is Christian fiction, I feel like staple hero. You always hear people fangirl about Travis Archer. Yes. Oh, he is just the perfect hero. Again, I- a marriage of convenience trope, which I love. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um some lots of action in this one a daring rescue yes it's just so good it was so good (laughs) and also like you have that sibling relationship between the brothers which was like really I love that element of it um you know it was funny it's like I've read that now three times and it was like the first time I so identified with Meredith because I had like a knee injury at the time so her physical ability how that was like affecting how she was kind of viewing her worth and not being able to do stuff and keep up with stuff I like so identified with that and then it was like and then I read it again it's like oh my goodness but I'm also kind of like that bossy older sibling that Travis is too and I need to work on stuff that's great oh I just love how protective he is of her Mm -hmm. and yes um Especially, I mean, and rightfully, it's not like he was being overly protective. There was, there was some stuff going on in that ranch that needed yeah. to be handled. And yes. he didn't like her going out there alone for good reason. So it was, it wasn't like overly protective, but it was rightfully protective. So much yeah, like he, that. So. He's just like a noble, upright guy that is automatically taking charge of stuff and he doesn't want anybody to be in danger and how they even met in the beginning i mean that plays a big part of how protective he is can we talk and about I just... that for a minute oh, can we yeah. talk about the fact that the story started off with meredith saving everybody <laughs> <laughs> i know I, that. I know that was so he comes to the rescue of the archer brothers and gets hurt at their ranch and has to stay there and then to save her um, reputation, she has to marry one of them. And she ends up marrying Travis. That's mm-hmm. great. And so mm-hmm. it starts off with a strong heroine. And then, you know, just a swoon-worthy hero. Yeah. Oh, best combination of characters. That's why this book is legendary. That's why everybody talks about this book and shares this book. Yes. Um, and I feel like it's, it's a really great balance between a strong heroine and a care and a hero that can be strong and protective and swoon worthy. Like they can coexist. And that is a great exactly. example. Now yes. I just got to find something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? 
That's what yes. I love about Karen Wittemeyer's characters is that they always pair so well, but mm-hmm. like they're never the same. You right. Know? Like book to book, they're they're never the same type of character, meaning the same type of character. She varies yeah. it so much on purpose, like in talking to her and how she she's like, this is even because I'm in her group where she like talks about her upcoming heroes and heroines. She's always like, mm-hmm. this is their weaknesses. This is the battle they're dealing with. How can we offset it? And it's just yeah. always great to kind of um, hear that preview of her of her plan for her characters um, yeah. and ahead of time. So, you know, going into the book and into promoting mm-hmm. the book, in my case, her launch teams, that yeah. that's that's the that's the kind of material you get to deal with. And that's always great when you just know that you have an author that is an automatic buy an automatic love. Mm-hmm. to me it's that's Karen Wittemeyer so yeah it really is she she definitely holds a really strong corner in that court of being a staple for really fun but really fiction with a really good message too and good romance it's just like a really great combination okay for sure and Yes. Okay. So another one that I'm going to have to say is one of my top favorites. One of the only ones that I haven't read multiple times, but I want to, um, is no other will do. Okay. I was going to say that was, you said four and I was like, if I could have five, (laughs) I I, okay. I haven't been keeping count. Oh my goodness, Malachi Shaw. Oh, unworthy <laughs> again. I mean, oh how my word. She, Just how so does she great. Do to the rescue. I don't know. She, <laughs> wow. She, she's so good with the heroes. Um, mm-hmm. Comes back into the life of his childhood friend and just becomes the protector of this whole community of helpless women who are, you know, on the run from all these dangerous men and they've come together to form the women's colony. But then there's trouble. And so he comes and he's the swooping hero. But I'm going to tell you, the heroine in that was strong too. I mean, all of them were strong. Yeah. But mm, she 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 was kick butt. She was balanced really well, though, I feel, with their relationship um, because they had a friendship. It, it, was, um, it was a friends to lovers trope. So they had yes. that history with each other. So they are, she already, like, knew them, and then he um, left. And it was like, so I feel like for, him, for her to pull him back into their to call for to call for help it wasn't like you were introducing like a whole new relationship they had that foundation and they just kind of they picked up and they worked together really well in how they were fighting and I feel like that was one of the really really more focused on the suspenseful like your your western shootout type books oh yeah I mean because there were shootouts yeah (laughs) right it was just like (laughs) It was there was gunslinging and horseback riding and it was a good western. Um, it was just yeah, it's a great story. She just so so that's why I said I think I told you one time that staples of western fiction. Mm-hmm. It's like if I read anything else western, I love it. 
I, yeah. more than likely. I love it. It's mm-hmm. great. And I can mm-hmm. get for what it is, but it's not Karen Widmeyer. It just isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it feels bad. I feel bad sometimes because it's like, because there are authors that are good in on, you know, their own merit. But it's like, man, when you get that voice that you just really love, it's it's hard because you always want more. Yeah. <laughs> it's and an it's addiction. Always, it could be a different author for different people. For you and yeah. me, it's mm-hmm. Karen Widmeyer. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So what character do you identify with the most of Karen Wittemeyer's heroines? Um, oh man. (laughs) You know, I'm going to probably, I mean, I know I share the name Nicole, but I probably have like less in common quite with her I'm not a southern belle although I do live in southern California so I don't know if that counts there you go that works (laughs) but so it's like a little bit of Nicole I mean she was kind of like I loved how he referred to her as his little pirate I mean oh the pirate thing again but (laughs) (laughs) but I am probably gonna have to say Meredith because I just really liked her because, you know, she was, she was very, um, had a really strong sense of what was right and wrong and really believed in standing up for what was right. And I really like that. She's also very loyal to her family and to the ones that she loves. And, you know, the whole thing about like the, the, she had that physical limitation and that was like such a big part of my life for so long that I just really I don't know I I identified with her struggles and stuff and I really just loved I just really loved her yeah what about you for good reason yeah well I would say there are two (laughs) I can never just give you one of anything right yeah (laughs) one I've already talked about more than words can say um Mm -hmm. Abigail the plus size heroine um, who, you know, struggles with self-worth and then, you know, kind of works through that in that her character arc, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, yes. Love that. Uh, but I also, okay, I'm going to give you three. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We're <laughs> here to talk about them. Charlotte in A Worthy Pursuit. Ooh. She is a piano player. Oh. And I'm a player. So there's that. Mm. It's very shallow, but that, there it is. And then <laughs> Eden in To Win Her Heart. So she's the town librarian, loves to read. I mean, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I identify with that. But all- she kind of has lost, lost her her sense of you know hope in love kind of thing she's kind of sworn it off yeah like it's not I al- happen for me yes I also really liked her I, too because she uh Karen Whitmire also had one that was like in that era kind of considered a little bit older for marriage too I I like that change instead of just having always like 18 19 20s yeah so I really like yeah. that about Eden and Levi yeah I love that and I love the Eden and Levi story mm-hmm. about his past 
and her accepting of it and re and them moving forward um it's it's good it's a good book i mean all her books are good but i always thought i kind of identified with eden um yeah the most until abigail came around from more more than words can say and then i was like okay uh, <laughs> i know it's like eden eden is totally in my top level two um I loved how, I mean, to me, it's like, I love stories that also talk about love of fiction and love of books. And I just loved, I loved how Levi had an impediment or a speech impediment and how mm -hmm. that was perceived. I feel like that was a really unique way. It totally made me think of how, um, how those wrong perceptions in that beginning. I love when a book starts off with a misconception about somebody and then you get to see them grow and change and realize how they viewed that person was totally wrong and they totally jumped to a conclusion. And that one is a total example of that. Agreed. Agreed for sure. I mean, Levi is um, a great hero because he's not perfect. And mm -hmm. what man is perfect. Yeah. And so like, it really gives you that character arc, which I like. Yes. So. Yeah. I always love the redemption story character arc. And yeah, Levi's got to be like one of my absolute favorite Kieran Widmeyer heroes that I would probably name a child after. <laughs> really? You love it so much. I love it. Oh, yes. I love the name. Like, I feel like one of my brothers was almost named Levi. <laughs> like that was in the draw. And then it was. Like... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I have pulled off every book of Karen Winemeyer almost off my shelf, just as we're talking, just to look at them, <laughs> I'm like holding them up and I'm like, okay, so this is this and this is that. And I'm just like, I feel binge coming on. Uh, I know, right? Where to reread, so. Yes, I know. And it's actually probably, probably part of the problem of doing this podcast is like, oh my goodness, I've been talking about this one. And then I remember so much. It's like, I want to experience that again. <laughs> yes. And then I have more stuff to read, <laughs> but it's For worth sure. it. It's so good. Even that second time around, third time around, they're just timeless. And I just love that about them. So you haven't read um, Head in the Clouds. I think the only ones that I haven't read is um, a couple novellas. There's like two novellas. Okay, I well, I didn't read. There's a few novellas okay. I haven't read. Yeah. But did you read The Kissing Tree? The Kissing Tree yes. that just came out. Yes. That was a great novella collection. Oh. Was it not? It was yes. great. Like, I mean, I feel like the, the book kind of warmed up with that first one. But then that second book, again, just like with those really great, strong, unique characters that she, she writes characters in a way that you feel like I haven't read this kind of a hero or character before. So, yeah. And I just agreed in the pink house. <laughs> and who knew I could shed tears about a fictional tree? Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> I was a mess. I was like, this is ridiculous. And I feel like, yeah, we were like texting back and forth. Like, oh my goodness. I cried over a tree. <laughs> yes. You get attached to that tree, man. Oh man, it was like it was like the little guardian symbol that looked over generations. And then it was like how each book then had like progressively like little bits like the picture from Karen Wittenmeyer's 
um, novels like showed up later on in the series and you were like oh you get to kind of revisit that emotion in, in yes the easter eggs yeah that yes. was a lot shorter that was yeah. a lot shorter version i was doing <laughs> no i love it i love it oh and also it's kind of cool because it's like i have never visited texas always thought it was such a you know real i'd always really interested in the history surrounding it so it's like and all karen whitmire's books take place primarily in texas so that was great you get to travel too <laughs> yeah that's great i know right now um i just love traveling with books and going yep. into other worlds and other stories and kind of escaping mm -hmm. I love definitely it, so definitely well thank you for joining me and escaping into fangirling all over karen whitmire's books i really absolutely I yeah i did too thank you so much and so you are a book blogger a bookstagrammer but you also have a bookish shop would you like to tell our listeners about that yes so my my bookstagram handle is bookstagram by Alyssa morgan and Alyssa is with an I, but I also have a bookish shop, Once Upon a Page Designs, and I take old books, discarded paperbacks, things you find in the dumpster bin at, you know, a used bookstore, you know, the discard stuff, and I take it and I give it new life, and I make wreaths, I put them on candles, necklaces, I make bookish planters for flowers. Um, I really have a lot of fun with it. I'm always coming out with new stuff. So give me a follow there on Instagram as well. Once upon a page designs. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's really fun. I'm loving seeing the creativity that you come with that. And then you get like <laughs> another little piece of the bookish love because you get to put it somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I love to use well-known books and books that people like have a, a love of and would mm -hmm. want to put in their home. So that's yeah. always fun. That is awesome. Well, thank you once again, and, and we will see you next time.